there is a tremendous amount of talking about calling and purpose in society today. And sometimes that can seem like a lot of noise and leave you wondering, are these just buzzwords or do they have real meaning? What exactly is my calling or how do I find it? Or how do I even know that I'm walking in my calling? Well, what if I told you that your calling isn't about a magical quest or a puzzle or another assessment? It's really something God has already planted in you and it just needs to be cultivated. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Are you an ambitious Christian woman who feels like you've had success yet something is still missing? Do you wonder if it's possible to be ambitious and let God lead at the same time because you think if it is to be, it's up to me? Does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you want to ditch the overachievement and pursue success with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, entrepreneur, and recovering overachiever who felt those same things. When I prayed for a better way to work, God responded with, let me drive. Then he led me to help women like you through my speaking, coaching, and writing. My mission is teaching you that success doesn't require buying into the world's frantic definition of hustle or into the so-called anti-hustle movement. Instead, you can meet me in the middle right here to redefine hustle as you pursue success with God as your CEO. Each week, we'll spend a focused 15 minutes connecting biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus. Does that sound like what you need today? Then let's go. This past weekend, I hosted a half-day retreat called Cultivate Your Calling. Now, if you don't live in the Mid-Atlantic, this may not be convenient for you to attend, but I created these half-day retreats as an opportunity for high-achieving women to take just four hours to come together with their peers and pause with the Lord. And each time I do this retreat, the comments back are so beautiful around the time that they get to spend because it's not a full day and we don't often have the time or can't make the time to go take a full day or a whole weekend. So this half day is incredibly powerful because the Holy Spirit meets us right there. And I've been doing a lot of reading this year of some favorite authors of mine. I'll have the links to their books down in the show notes when this episode becomes the audio episode next week. And what struck me earlier this year as I was reading is so much that gets said about calling. In fact, in one of my favorite books, this is by Michelle Myers and Summer Phoebus uh, from the organization She Works His Way. This is what they said about this. Because calling has almost become a Christian buzzword, misinterpreted as something that we do mutually that benefits God and us, 
Would we keep doing what we claim God has asked us to do, even if there was nothing in it for you? Strip away any results of any kind, accolades, titles, perks, platform, respect. Are you still in? Do you genuinely feel willing to stick to what God has asked you to do, regardless of what's in it for you? And that got me thinking, so then what is calling exactly? And what does the Bible actually teach us about it? Because I think we spend a lot of time trying to figure out what it is, or we spend a lot of time attaching the word calling to a particular title or a particular role or the particular work that we're doing. But if we dig into scripture, like we're going to do today and really understand that calling is already in us, but that we have a responsibility to co-labor with the Lord, to cultivate that in the way that he desires us to, we will understand that we can be secure in our calling, no matter where God places us to actually walk it out. One of the things I want to encourage you to do is go get your four keys tool because that four keys tool is what we're going to be working with this week and next week as we take this retreat content and split it into two episodes around cultivating our calling. So today we're going to talk about the first two keys, define and direct. So as I flip through my Bible, I've got a bunch of scripture for you today, and we're going to start with how do we define it? So let me start in Psalm 139, verse 16. It says, your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they were all written down the days for me when as yet there were none of them. So before we were even born, if we back up a few verses, David is writing that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that that the Lord knit us together in our mother's womb. And therefore, he has already fashioned what we are to be and to do, right? And then if we go to Ephesians 2.10, of course it says, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, which of course we just heard in Psalm 139, that we should walk in them. Friend, you are set apart for God's purpose. And because calling has been misinterpreted, I think it's really important to understand that calling is where our strengths and passions collide. You may have heard the saying, how you do anything is how you do everything. Well, the way that we walk out our roles as daughter, sister, mother, wife, business owner, etc., is all related to how we show up. And the way that we show up is how God made us. It's the very specific gifts and talents that he's given us. Here's the thing. There are there are three points here that I that I want to bring you that calling is not. Your calling is not a one-time discovery that you should have figured out by now. And if you missed it, sorry about your luck. <laughs> your calling is not a title or a position or an income milestone or a business model. And your calling is never only found in one job, one role, one position. Because if it were, then we would be anchoring our calling to temporal 
ever-changing things. It's just like we talk about how God defines us, right? This, this first key of define is about unlocking the clarity and the security of knowing that we are not tied to what we do or the results that we have. That God made us uniquely and placed us in positions and spaces where we can do what he has ultimately made us to do, which is to love people and make disciples. He gives us specific gifts and talents to be used to further his kingdom. They're not to be used just for us. And together, that those gifts and talents that he gives us and the passions that he gives us all tie together as our calling. Let's take a look at some more scripture really quickly. So in 1 Corinthians 3, 9, it says, we are God's fellow workers. We are his field. We are his building. We are his co-laborers. He chooses us. And he has implanted in each of us, again, very specific gifts, talents, temperaments, so that when he uses us as his co-laborers, he's perfectly prepared and positioned us in the spaces that he takes us to. In 1 Peter 4.10, it says, as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Therefore, if your calling were a role or a position or a title, then you would maybe only be impacting those people in that time and perhaps the people that they are connected to as well. But see, God moves us around. And as believers, knowing that our calling is in us, but but we are made to cultivate it, to grow it, is security. It is security that the Lord gave it to us so we can be content in knowing and free in knowing that and that he shifts us and moves us into different places to use the calling. So that's defined. Let's look at our key of direct. So where do we even do this walking out our calling thing? Well, another book that I read this year is called An Intentional Life by Karen Stott. And it is so good. And this, this idea of calling and calling my retreat, cultivating your calling came from this. And this is what um, Karen says, that she began to wonder if calling goes on forever, but a commission is something that starts and ends. In other words, that God gives us our calling and we're secure in that, but that he gives us commissions throughout our life. He places us in with people and places and spaces where our calling actually shows up. What she says here is that somewhere along a line, we as a culture decided we had to put a destination around our calling as if it were a specific job that could be explained in an elevator pitch introduction. I don't know about you, but I sometimes am challenged by that 30-second elevator pitch, right? And that's why it's so important that we don't tie our calling to a position that we tie our calling to a commission that God gives us in a space and time. What she further says is that calling has nothing to do with the words that make up our job descriptions and everything to do with who we are and how we go about those roles. So what are some words that come to mind for you? Maybe things that people have told you that you've always been good at doing, right? 
Karen mentions words here when she thinks about her calling as builder, encourager, innovator, beautifier. I, I believe my calling is words like listener. It's words like encourager. It's words like accountability partner, right? It's, it's words like synthesize because I'm really good at synthesizing information and taking a 30,000 foot view of my client's business and then helping them bring that strategy forward so that it honors God and it is tactically possible to implement it. So it is freeing and beautiful to know that while our calling never ends, it will go on for the rest of our lives and it will show up anywhere that God puts us, that our commissions can change. And that's hard for us, right? As high achieving, ambitious women, we know our capacity or we think we do. And so we know how to move the pieces and we know how to get things done and we want to control all of that. But when God redirects us, this is where we come back to redefining hustle as working with intention and purpose and a sense of timing. And when we employ this key of direction, it's about allowing God to direct us to the next commission. And that's hard, isn't it? That's why we can't get so tied to and anchored in what that commission is today. Because our calling never ends, but our commissions can change and move and, and we're shaped in that way. Karen goes on to say that everything, her calling is everything to do with who she is and why she believes she was created and put here in this age and in this time, right? For such a time as this, as we know from Esther. And the best part is that all of the things that she mentioned, all of the things that you may come up with as you sit down and really pray over, Lord, what pa passions and talents and gifts have you given me? All of those things, that calling can, can be done in any position, any job, and in any season. Here's the thing, friend, that whatever title, whatever role, whatever position you're in does not hinder your calling. Your calling is brought with you to that position. That position that you may be in right now, by the way, may not be your lifelong dream, and it may not be a grand impact that you're making, but there is a reason that you're there. So if I could encourage you to stop thinking of your success as the position you're in and the role and the outcomes and start thinking, how do I use my calling in this commission, Lord? How do you define my calling and how do you direct me to use it? Lord, because those commissions are going to change throughout your life and the problems that you will solve in those places will change. But there is a foundational calling that you bring to every one of those commissions. So that knowing this and being insecure, being secure in God's calling helps you understand that wherever he leads you, you can show up in how he's made you. You may be in a place in your business where you're refining your business or scaling your business or pivoting your business. Your calling doesn't change, but how you do business might change or even the industry that you're in might change or the people that you're serving might change. But ultimately, you are in that place and in that space to love people and make disciples. And your calling has been given to you so that you can walk out that great commission that Jesus gave us.
I am so curious to hear what comes up when you pray and ask God to show you those callings. Next week, we are going to take a look at the second half of the four keys, which is discipline. So how do we actually cultivate our calling and develop? What happens what we when we cultivate? What begins to develop? How does the Lord mold us? So be sure to tune in. Tune in. Next week will not be a live episode. It will be an audio episode, but you can find that on all of your favorite podcast channels. And be sure to check out the Spark Media podcast channel of Edify Podcasts. As always, let me remind you that God made you ambitious, but he didn't make you to work the world's way. And I'm the coach that helps you break free of business as usual. And until we're together again, I pray for and encourage you to tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus so that you can use your calling in wherever God leads you to do his work. I'll see you on the next episode. Do you believe that God has a purpose for your business, but you're not sure how, or maybe you're a little afraid to actually let him lead? The right coaching that combines biblical truth and business principles with a personalized approach can help you break free from the overwhelm and overachievement that you're feeling so that you can walk out his assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. And that's what I do. Let's explore how I can help you tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to grow your business and impact. Schedule your 15-minute discovery call with me today at erinharrigan.com slash discovery call, or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, pursuing success as a Christian woman this week. I pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. 